Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Table for Two with me and Nicole. I'm Nicole. And I'm Nia. Hi. What's up, girlfriend? (laughs) Hey. How's everything? How's your week? It's been crazy. Work is crazy. I'm over it. I'm so happy that today is Friday. Um, yeah. This episode is actually being recorded a little later than usual, so um, yeah. it's actually Friday, and we usually release the episode on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So this will probably be out on Saturday morning, but that just goes to show how busy we are and dedicated we are. Yes, I was going to say dedicated. Pushing through and getting these episodes out to you guys. Um mm-hmm. Earlier this week on our Instagram page, I posted a link for um, you guys to post anonymous questions Mm -mm. and statements and topics and things of that sort. And we got quite a few. Some we'll try to get through today. Some of the questions or comments were a little sketchy, like Mm. a little, I don't know. Some mm-hmm. are some are our listeners getting a little too a little too personal. <laughs> but um oh, yeah. yes. Um I'm gonna start off well actually I'll read the questions and I guess you can answer and then I'll follow up after you. Yeah, sure. But one of like the silly questions that I got was what was the worst trouble you got into as a kid? So I like to say that I was like the perfect child. Um, Very believable. I don't really recall getting into trouble. Now, I did get in trouble um, in association with cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, but it probably, it, my trouble didn't result nearly as much as the trouble that my cousins got into mm-hmm. um I went to visit my cousins in a local state and like a nearby state you know and it was supposed to be for the weekend and um we're all similar in age um it was it's me and two cousins and there was a family friend that we've known since probably birth, but um, he's a few years older than me. And um, we went to visit him basically, but I didn't know that, you know, they they didn't have that freedom to like go out or, you know, be out. Um, and then I guess what a big red flag for me was, was that, as we were leaving, I noticed that there was like a lump in the bed. So I'm like, oh, what was like, what is that? And then basically um, they wound up telling me like they made the bed to appear as if, you know, somebody was still sleeping in the bed. So I'm like, Wait. you were so, so nice. Wait a minute. You were so perfect that you didn't no. realize what was going on. No, I mean we walked out the front door. It wasn't late, late. Like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like 
it wasn't like late, you know, but their mom went to bed early. And then, um, so as we're out, like everybody's phones started like ringing and going crazy. And then they got scared. They didn't want to answer. Um, my mom started calling me and then she's just like getting upset because they're asking me like, no, 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 don't answer your phone. Like we're going to, so I did, I'm like, no, it's okay. She's fine. And then they're like, no, no, no. So I didn't answer my phone and everyone just started getting all these voicemails and it was just a whole big thing. Um, we wound up going back to their house, um, but they were like nervous to walk in and I get that because I think I was nervous too because I'm like, what are we walking into? But anyway, everybody got in trouble. The next morning I was back on my way to New Jersey. So, <laughs> um, it was an, an experience, if I can say that. Um, so that was probably the worst trouble that I could think of. And I think at this time, um, I had to have been like 15. So yeah, like something like that, 15 years old. Um, I guess the worst trouble I got into was around that same time. Um, so I was dating a a boy, obviously, mm-hmm. in high school. And <laughs> let me see if I can figure it out. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so I was dating this boy. All right, let me just let me just get my composure because it's uh-huh. it's funny now, but I was in a lot of trouble. Back then it wasn't. It was right. not funny. It was <laughs> not funny. So mom, I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> because I, like, now know the anger that you probably felt. Mm. Being a, being a, a, a bonus mom of a teenager. But, um, yeah. Whew, child. Okay. So, I was dating this boy. And we went, I think, we went somewhere. We went on a date. And my mom, she knew I was dating. She allowed me to date. She met his parents she met him you know whatever it was cool and she trusted mm-hmm. me because I was you know I mean it's it's always been you know a good relationship with my mom as far as she trusted me so you know for me to be you know going on a date or whatever the case may be it was not really a big deal mm-hmm. and um I think I feel like it might have been like his prom so maybe I was 16. I don't know. But I remember I had got hickeys on my neck. Right? Mm. And it wasn't just one or two. It was a few of them. And they were on both sides. And I was just mm. like. But I didn't know that they were there. It wasn't like it was intentional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So. I just knew the next day when I woke up, I was like, oh, you know, my neck feel kind of sore, but it wasn't like, (laughs) it wasn't like, oh my God, like a stabbing. It was just like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. It was my first time. So it is not like I knew what the heck was going on. Yeah. And so I'm, me and my mom are about to go out Mm -hmm. and actually she was about to drop me off to meet the boy we was gonna go to the mall or whatever whatever we're gonna do and so 
I'm getting dressed and I realize and I, I look in the mirror and I realize that these is on my neck. Mm. And I'm like, oh, oh no. So I just think like, well, if I ignore it, everybody else going to ignore it. Cause I, <laughs> I just went about my day. Like I seen it. I was like, oh shoot. But I didn't really think nothing. So wait, did you try to cover You didn't try to cover it up with like, a no, I didn't try to cover it up. Your hair, your I didn't try to cover it up. I already had like these real like long dangly earrings. So mm-hmm. I was just I just assumed that, you know, my mom, she don't really I'm thinking to myself that my mom's not gonna pay this much attention to me between the house and dropping me off at the mall. That's mm-hmm. in my mind. I, I'm assuming that's what I had to have thought because I did not try to cover it up. But I did have, I already had these dangling earrings on. I'm like, okay, I'm going to wear these, you know, whatever. And so, we're on our way to meet, you know, for her to drop me off or whatever. And I so, so, probably her mother intuition just told her to look at me. She was like, what's that on your neck? And <laughs> me, I'm trying to act like I'm stupid. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling, I'm pulling down the, you know, like the rearview mirror to look in the mirror as if it's gonna be the first time I ever saw what she's seeing. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. That's what is that? And <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe it's these earrings breaking me out. And so she, oh my god. So then she like wishes my head. So then she like mm-hmm. wishes my head to the side to like see it better. She was like, there ain't from no earrings. What is that? And so. Instead of going wherever we was about to go, we pulled up to the boy house. No. Oh, oh Miss Tracy, TTG. Girl, <laughs> it was like a three-hour lecture. I was so Aww. embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. But I also was in trouble. Like, it was like, oh, you guys can't see each other for a while. It wasn't like, oh, you can never see him again. But it was like, you know, I was in trouble. Like, this this is not okay. Yeah. <sighs> Girl, it was a, it was just a big mess. Mm. I never did. I never did it again. So, I guess <laughs> I learned my lesson. Yeah, I've never been a, a fan of hickeys. Yeah. You, you know what? After that, I was just in my teenage mind. I'm thinking like, so this is what y'all this actually don't feel good. This hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in a moment when you guys are like making out, it's just like, oh, you know, I'm making out with my boyfriend. You know, this is so cool. But then the hickey, it's a bruise. Like, it's going to hurt. So, mm, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that was that was. But she's very sorry, Miss Tracy. I am very look, sorry. She learned her lesson. Yes, I have learned my lesson. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is actually a good. My being in trouble is actually a good segue <laughs> into the <laughs> next question because the next question was, "How do you talk to your kids about sex?" Ooh. Now, my mom was mm. not one of those moms to talk to me about sex. It was just more so you better not do it. And mm, it wasn't yeah. even something that was spoke. It wasn't like, oh, you better not be having sex. It was yeah. just understood. It's like taboo in my household growing up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you just, you definitely have to know your kid. Um, yeah, I don't want to give you advice. The way that I've explained it to my oldest, who is 15, when he was younger, um, when I explained it to him initially, he was about, I would say like maybe five, six. I would definitely not older than six. I would say probably four or five, to tell you the truth. Because then that question keeps coming up, like, okay, where are babies, you know, coming from? Where are they from, you know? Yeah. So, um, he wouldn't let up on the question. So, I'm Probably like, because okay. he was like, I'm not stupid. This would, don't make sense, what you're telling me. <laughs> right. And um, for so long, ever since I can remember, he's always wanted to be a dad. You know, so... I think that's why he just was so, like, you know, had all these questions about it. So, um, I explained to him, I explained to him what I felt like was a scientific way. Um, I told him how boys carry sperm and how girls carry eggs. And when they really love each other, that um, the sperm from the boy will meet the egg from the girl. And then they will, you know, develop a baby together. And, of course, he has some questions about sperm and what was like. But he took it. And then I believe, like, another year or so ago, like, after, is when I actually talked to him about the action of, you know, sex and what goes on and how, um, it's really a, a big commitment and you should take it seriously and don't take it lightly and you want to make sure how you're prepared as well as the girl is prepared and you want to make sure you make her feel, you know, as comfortable as you are and just, you know, so we really got into all of his questions. Um, and he was fine, but I think initially I didn't know if he was ready for that conversation. And then he was really into like science when he was little. So he really like understood and took the conversation about the sperm eating the egg. Okay. <laughs> um, so my, um, yeah, I feel like your version was very PG-13 in comparison to what my version of how we talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. very, very straightforward. Like, I talk to Michaela as if I'm talking to you. Like, I'm giving her the real, real. Like... Well, yeah, but I'm sure you didn't do that at five years old. I mean, I wasn't having that conversation with her at five years old. You know oh, what I mean? well, so, yeah. So, I mean... Now well, it's different. When it was we time, talk about it all the time. Well, I ain't gonna say we talk about it all the time, but when we do talk about it, I'm just telling her like, as if I'm talking to one of my girlfriends. I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm not. Oh, mm-hmm. we have no no places. No, I'm using actual words. We're <laughs> like keeping it real G over here. So, um, mm-hmm. and I can't. I'm not advising anyone to um, do it that way. 
but that's just how I do it. Yeah. Um, um, I see a lot of myself in her, and I think she just takes better to just giving her just very direct information opposed to, you know, sometimes parents don't want to acknowledge that their children are at the stage where they're curious about these things and they just want to like sweep it under the rug mm-hmm. or avoid the question or avoid the topic or you know everybody have different yeah. ways of dealing or they just want to shield their children which that's fine too um if that's what you feel works for your family this is just you know that's just what I do I'm just mm-hmm. going to be very direct so um basically yeah. I'll be telling her to be sucker free okay just uh-huh. it in a very simplest way to explain it to y'all how I explain it to her but of course we go more in depth but yeah um yeah. our next question is well, it's it is a question but a statement. It's saying I'm interested I'm interested to know both of your opinions on soul ties. Mm. I think this is a good question. Yeah. Um I don't even hear too many people talk about soul ties. I definitely believe in soul ties. I agree in soul ties. Um I do believe in all of that, like soulmates and, but I think specifically um, with soul ties, I think that um, it can even just last for a moment. Like it can just be an experience. Yeah. Um, I don't think that that means it's going to be like, tied forever like it'll just be like familiar I feel like um but I mean hey if you experience it I think that that's really great I think that um on a united front everybody wants to experience a connection and especially like a deeper connection I feel like it's harder these days to make those types of connections um so I wish like that everybody can have that kind of experience. I think it'll make the world like a better place if you're experiencing a love on that type of level. Um, is it attainable? I'm sure. Um, but is it common? I feel like for me, the people that I know were new or like friends, like, you know, just from experiences with people that have talked about um, what they've gone through. I have never heard anybody that actually said that they have had that experience. Mm. I I don't know how I feel about soul ties. I don't think they're all good, in my opinion. I don't think all soul ties are good. Sometimes Mm. souls or experiences might be tied quote unquote together through trauma 
and that That's soul true. tie is more like a trauma bond. Mm-hmm. Um, and for lack of a better word, it's it could be very toxic. And um, so on the, on the flip side, yes, it can be a beautiful experience. I think mm-hmm. whenever you're whenever you're encountering or exchanging some type of relationship with someone your souls are tied right you're gonna you're gonna have some type of feeling or emotion towards that person whether it be good or bad and I think it's what you do with that information sometimes you have to cut those soul ties you know what I mean um so that's just my general belief of soul mm-hmm. it just really depends from situation to situation I don't think it's yeah. a cookie cutter answer um, but I do think that sometimes people are carrying negative soul ties into new relationships whether that be a friendship work relationships um, you know businesses like they're just carrying that energy and that trauma and those experiences with them to their next journey mm-hmm. um so I think that you know you have to be very careful with who you're sharing your space with who you're sharing your energy with, who you're quote-unquote tying your soul with so yeah yeah um the yeah. next then but I any- just wanted to oh yeah did you have anything to add Typically, it's supposed to be when you're intimate. Mm, yeah. So, um, and you can share intimacy, of course, with somebody that isn't like you're involved with romantically. I think there can be different levels of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know, like, typically it's supposed to be like um, after some form but it's supposed to be like physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like this question really has me thinking. But um, yeah, so everything that you said, I definitely get. Um, so I don't know. I would like to hear, though, um, especially whoever wrote the question, your experience on it, if you have experienced it, um, if you felt like it was, you know, pretty positive. Um or if you felt like, you know, it was, it could be traumatic or toxic. Okay. So, um, I'll, I will put the link back up in our, um, story so you guys can anonymous, anonymously, can't speak mm-hmm. today, <laughs> anonymously, um, post your experiences with your soul being tied to someone else's. Um, and or if you even believe in those type of things. Um, mm-hmm. So our next question is a little bit more lighthearted. Um, mm-hmm. It's, do you have any piercings? Now, I have posted this on our story, mm-hmm. and I did promise our uh, followers a story time about our piercings and tattoo experiences. Um, so I have Nicole has a good one (laughs) I have a good one Um, so I'm gonna let you go first how many tattoos 
or piercings do you have? I don't know why or how this is relevant, relevant, but um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, guys. I've actually have recently been diagnosed with bronchitis. Finally, so a diagnosis. You... <laughs> yeah, wrong. I had to go to my primary doctor. She's amazing. Um, I love that she's a DO. So she was able to tell me it's bronchitis. So I have, they even gave me a machine. So (laughs) you might still hear me coughing here and there, but um, I will start with piercings. Um, I just have my ears pierced. Womp womp, right? Um, When I was younger, though, I do have a story for my piercing with my belly button. So um, me and my friend at the time, we wanted to get our belly buttons pierced so badly, you know? And um, I'm sure wherever you may be, you might have a downtown of your area, right? So our downtown is really like a hustle and bustle kind of an area. You know, there's so many different types of stores, restaurants, whatever it may be, right? And um, downtown, they weren't really so strict with like, you know, you get in Pearson's and stuff like that, but because they knew that we were under 18, like I I really could have waited. I'm talking about, I would have been 18 in probably like three weeks or something like that. Like I really could have, could have waited. My friend, she was, she, it would have been a few months for her, for her to be 18. But we really, really had our heads and our hearts set that, okay, today we're going to get up. We're going to go get our belly buttons pierced, right? I am not the friend that she is. No, she's not the friend. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, So we get down there and my now kid's father was with us. Um, And the guy who was doing the piercings, he was like, look, I just need an ID for the file because with them, um, I guess they get audited. I don't know. He said he just needed an ID for the file. So... My kid's father at the time was 20. He had to be 21 to sign for us to actually, um, you know, get the piercing since I was just shy of being 18. And he really ran down the stairs outside, asked a random person walking past, like, hey, can you put your ID down so they can get their, these piercings? They did it. Like <laughs> They did it. And um, that just goes to show you what type of downtown, <laughs> right? We live in. Some random per- person was willing to just, yeah, put their name on the line. <laughs> yeah, so for underage girls to get their belly button pierced. Yes, we got it. And let me tell you, to me, that hurt worse than a tattoo. Um, I was taking care of it from what he told me to do. Um literally probably no more than two weeks it fell out and I mean fell out I was in the shower and I'm caring for it and all of a sudden like the skin just fell on the shower mat along with the belly ring (laughs) (laughs) I I will never forget the day you called me to tell me that your belly button skin (laughs) yes you guys it I'm so serious like the skin 
L followed by the belly button ring. And I was just like, oh my God, this could have not been, you know, done properly or sanitized or whatever. But I will say he, he must have did hers right because hers lasted for like a couple years. I don't know if she still has it till this day, but um, hers was, you know, pretty good. But mine, on the other hand, I don't know. I guess I wasn't meant to have it. So yeah, I only have um, my ears pierced. And it's just one, like one piercing in each ear. Um, that belly button ring, it just turned me off. Like it was, it was painful. I really, I could care less about getting any additional piercings. What about you? Well, <clears throat> I have two holes in my ears and I've had my I've had, what is it? I think it was called the Marilyn Monroe or the Marilyn piercing. I had that done on the top right lip done. And then I had the bottom left um, corner of my lip done twice. Mm -hmm. um, those still, I mean, those are closed. And I just have my nose piercing. So, mm. no horror piercing stories, um, <laughs> but tattoos. I have I have a few tattoos. I have uh, I think it's I think it's nine now. Um, oh wow, I have nine as well. Yeah, I have nine tattoos. Um, Mia and Nia also, along with uh, one of our other friends, um, we have matching tattoos on our shoulder blade. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a pretty cool experience. Um, yeah. we've always gotten, I've almost always gotten tattooing like pretty shady, not shady, but like in yeah. someone's home. Um, but the one time that I went and got a tattoo, the oh, very, yeah. very, very <laughs> first time. And again, again, mom, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because my mother told me she told even though I was 18 she told me you better not get a tattoo you better not get a tattoo mm -hmm. it's gonna get infected and this and that and that mm -hmm. and I'm just like I'm grown I'm gonna do whatever I want I'm 18 can't <laughs> tell me what to do I wasn't saying that I was mm -hmm. thinking it and I was doing it so I'm like I'm gonna go get a tattoo and so it didn't get infected and that didn't that didn't happen um so what actually ended up happening is I go to this tattoo place in the village and um, I couldn't really think of what I wanted. I just know I wanted to get a tattoo. And I think I just wanted to get a tattoo because my mother told me I can't get a tattoo. Yeah, I'm sure. So, because I, I was real rebellious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even really need to be because it wasn't like my mom had me on like super restriction, but yeah, um, just a little bit of restriction. It's just like, I got to do the opposite. And again, mom, <laughs> I am so, 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 so sorry. And let me show you how God was like, oh, you don't want to listen? Watch this. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do like every basic teenager does. And I'm going to get my name. Okay, cool. I'm Okay, I'm getting my tattoo. So I write my name out. The guy, he draws it out. Mm -hmm. 
we double check it. Okay, this is what you want. This is the font. This is the name. This is the spelling. Okay, cool. He puts the stencil on my arm. And so he's doing the tattoo and I'm like nervous. I'm sweating. I'm like, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm really about to do this. This is permanent. But I'm like, it's my name. Like, you know, how bad could it be? Mm-hmm. So he does the outline before he does the shading. He was like, "Oh, you want to check it out?" So I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay." And then I'm looking at it real hard. I'm like, "Something look a little, something look a little off. <laughs> something look a little off. It look a little, it look a little weird." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Um, I'm like, you spelled my name wrong." And I say it so, I say it so casually, like as if he could just white it out and fix it. I'm like, you spelled my name wrong, and he was like, no, I didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, you did. And he was mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? I'm like, I mean, you spelled my name wrong. It's T A M A R A, because for all you guys that don't know, my my name is Tamara, but I go by Nicole for the for mm-hmm. the purposes of the podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was spelled T-A-M-A-R-N. And I'm thinking to myself, like, but but I gave, I wrote it down. And he was like, are you sure? And now, now I'm about to pass out because I'm like, there's a wrong name, it is a wrong name tattooed on my arm. But now I'm furious because this man is asking me, am I sure that my name that I've had for the last 18 years is actually mm-hmm. my name? like mm-hmm. dude so he was just like oh well you know I could just fix it I mean it was an easy fix because he turned the N into an A however you know I knew that it was I knew for the like till now till today that it was spelled wrong yeah. and yeah. so before he could even start again like I literally was about to pass out because I was just like internally panicking and so I had to lay down. He had to like fan me, and I was just like, <laughs> it was just like mm-hmm. a crazy situation. Yeah. Um, but that's what I get. Mm-hmm. My mother told me not to get a tattoo, and I didn't listen to her. And so I had to go through this traumatic experience, and now my name is Tamarin. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, I mean, I definitely feel her pain, but it, I, I couldn't help but laugh. I, I called her Tamarin for like a month. My mother calls me the girl because she was so furious with me. Uh, she called me the girl for a while, and I knew she was disappointed. Oh my goodness! Oh, so you know this episode just needs to be called "I'm Sorry, Mom." Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, yeah. What's What's your favorite tattoo that you have, though? Like, which one is your favorite? My favorite tattoo that I have. Um. So Mike and I have the king and queen, um, in the corners of our um hands, so that when we hold hands, it's like the king and queen together. Um, that's one of my favorites and then the other one on that same hand on my inner wrist I have um, two hearts and an infinity sign intertwined mm-hmm. so yeah so those are my favorite um, yeah so uh, all of the parents out there who have teenagers who 
uh, want to be rebellious and go get tattoos without their parents' permission, just play them this episode and say, yeah. see what happens when you don't listen to your parents? <laughs> you turn, your tattoo gets jacked up. And it's forever. Yeah. It's permanent. Like, I mean, yes, he was able to cover it up, but I know, like, I can see that it, I can see the mistake. Mm. Um, so our it's next, our next question, um, is I can't wait for the new episodes. Are you excited to do them? Yeah. I mean, I definitely love putting out these episodes with you um I love our brainstorming sessions um I love the topics that we talk about you know I feel like a lot of the conversations that we have is needed um so yeah I'm really excited to see where this goes and I mean it's like easy peasy speaking with you you know yeah um I would be honest I love doing the episodes. Sometimes I have to push myself to like do it when we say we're going to do it. Like even when I'm like tired Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, life is just, you know, doing what life does and throwing curveballs and I, you know, forget or something like that. I have to like kind of push myself just because I'm tired, you know, (laughs) but I definitely do enjoy doing them and, the feedback and the love and yeah like even these questions definitely mean a lot to me yeah. um, actually you know motivates me to keep going that someone even if it's not thousands of people yet There's someone people are out there and they're interested in what we're talking about or mm-hmm. you know even if it's just things that you know you're listening to what to pass the time by or you know yeah just wondering what other people who are like you are going through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do enjoy the podcast and the episodes, but it does take dedication. It does. It really does. Yeah, for sure. Our last question, um, our last anonymous question that we're going to answer is what is your worst habit? Hmm. Worst habit, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you can't think of yours, I'll go first. <laughs> yes, you go first. And not me my, my habit is that I have the worst follow through when it comes to, like, picking up a hobby or craft or something. Like, mm-hmm. I have so many ideas and so many things that, I'm I consider myself I guess to be good at or relatively good at Mm -hmm. like I need to just pick something and stick with that (laughs) because I'll pick up I'll find something interesting and I'll be like oh I'm gonna do that and here you here next thing I am I'm on Etsy buying a whole bunch of things for this hobby or Mm -hmm. oh okay I have a whole nail drill kit acrylics polish and tips and all types of stuff for this or Mm -hmm. okay I'm really gonna I'm gonna be on this type of lifestyle so I'm like okay I'm I'm gonna be doing this diet now I got all of these meal prep things and scales and containers and plates and bowls to you know help with that okay and then Mm -hmm. I'll be doing that for a while 
all right, well, mm-hmm. now this week I want to be a lawyer. So now I'm applying to law. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> lawyer. I need, to, I need to find something that I love. And it could be one of the things that I already love. And just stick with it and like really be um, a master of one thing instead of being a a jack of all trades. Hmm. I like that. I feel like, you know, you can just master a whole bunch, you know, like. Yeah, but you can't master multiple things at a time. (laughs) Well, not at a time, but, you know, Um, I could see that, though. But I love that for you that, you know, you really are great at a, a ton of things. So um, I, I definitely like that. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm kind of stuck. I mean, when I, I don't know if it's my worst, you know, because I would really, I really need to sit and think. Um, three things come to mind, but I don't know if it's like, if it's a habit. Um, I've been sucking my bottom lip <laughs> since I was born. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you guys can know what I'm talking about. But when you have like an overbite over your bottom lip, like, I've been doing that forever. So, um, and I know growing up, like, my mom hated it. Like, everybody used to always say something. I'm gonna put hot sauce on your lip. But yeah, I used to drink hot sauce. So that's I'm gonna really say, that was gonna deter you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I know that that's still a habit that I have till this day. Um, I squint all the time. Like, I know I should be wearing glasses. I should have been wearing glasses my whole life. Um, that's I a don't know. habit. You're going to get I know. in the corner of your eyes. Don't say that. I'm going to need Botox, I guess. No, I've been squinting, you guys. But, like, well, it's my free. eyesight is Skin really, really bad. Squint. I know it's really, really bad. Like I, I probably drive off of muscle memory, um, which is bad. I don't recommend for anyone. Um, so I know that that is a really bad habit. And um, now I know what people, like certain people, might say is a bad habit. Um, do I consider it a bad habit? No, I I think it's real, like a real, like it's true. Like, you know, I think if you ask people, they're going to say that um, I think I'm always right. And, but I think that statement is true. Like, I feel like I am always right. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, no, no. Like, I really no, no, feel no, no, no. it in my body. Like, I am always right. So... But I know, like, if you ask Girl, people that were close to me. Police, the toxic yeah. <laughs> police about to come after you. I know. But no, but it's true, though. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, see, I know my flaws, right? I know my flaws. I know things I need to work on. I know what should be, you know, done to reach, you know, my perfect self. Um, I do not think that is a flaw. I really feel it in my heart of hearts that I am always right if people would just take the time to listen and just, you know, actually, yeah, listen instead of just hearing me, like, then you'll realize, like, oh, man, she was right, you know? But a lot of people 
um, that has, you know, conversed with me or just been in that space with me, I think that they would say she thinks she's always right. And I think that that would be considered to be a bad habit. A bad habit. Okay. Like I've even recently was told like um, the person, they think they're always right. And they have to second guess themselves whenever we talk because they're like, I talk with like such conviction. <laughs> so it's like, wait, am I like, right? Like we should just <laughs> name Google Nia. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, not Google, but I do try to know a little about a lot. So you guys, I do think I, I am always right. If not always. 99% of the time. Okay. Well, that's a good percentage. That still um, is giving very much toxic trait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just But is saying. it toxic if it's true? I, I don't know. I can't say. I mean, in our conversations, I can't. I'm trying to even think right now over time where you weren't right. Yeah, like but I feel like I'm I just sure, have this I'm sixth sure sense, especially about people. Like I have no. this sixth sense. I'm sure <laughs> there's been a time that when you weren't right. I just can't recall one. I, I, I in the last almost twenty years that we've known mm-hmm. each other, and it's been almost twenty years. It's no possible way that you've been right ninety nine percent of the time. I know that I haven't been right. I'm not even gonna <laughs> pretend like I've been right, but. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. I mean, yes, I'm gonna if I had to if I had to bet on them, be like, yeah. I guess eighty percent of the time, probably ninety percent of the time, Nia's right. But if it was down to that ninety nine percent, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's leaving really, really small margins of perfection right there. Yeah. I know. You know what? Because um I think we've talked about it in a past episode that um, I really try to think before I talk. Mm-hmm. So I think that contributes to me always being right. I find that a lot of people, especially if we're talking about in the aspect of like disagreements or arguments, anything like that. Um, I mean, well, yeah, that would that would make sense if you're not quick to speak. And right. you articulate yourself with well thought out ideas and yeah. facts instead of emotions. I mean, yeah. then that would, you know, it would be possible that, you know, a lot of times. Yeah. Right. And then a lot of, even if we're not talking about something like that, let's say we're talking about somebody wants to know something like, mm-hmm. right. Like they're not too sure. And yes, we do live in a digital age. They can Google it, but oftentimes people reach out to me and I'm able to like provide them with the answer that they're looking so, for. So they call you on their phone that more is... so of a text, maybe. Okay. You know, okay. I get a lot of texts. So so they typed their question in the Nia box instead of Yeah. Google. Instead, Instead of, of Google, Googling, they use yeah. the phone that the yeah. same smartphone that has Google on it to text you. Instead of the internet, that could probably give you more than enough answers. That mm-hmm. that to me would be annoying. 
people trust me with my knowledge, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is true. I mean, <laughs> that's just like I'm the I'm the friend that people call for advice. advice. Yeah. Um, so you know, Sorry, obviously, you can't really I definitely ask agree. for advice. Um, <clears throat> right. But yeah, if I was looking for a recommendation or something, yeah, I probably would call you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, here we go. Always perfect, Nia. <laughs> no, get out of here. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't bother some, me because I definitely I haven't ba- reached my pinnacle of perfection. It does not bother me because I balance this out enough with imperfection so much. Stop. Do not listen to her, you guys. She just, is just listen perfectly to, perfect. Just listen to our answers, okay? Nia gets in trouble for not even <laughs> knowing that she snuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, here I am, a 15-year-old Jezebel out here getting hickeys on her neck. Stop. No. No. My mother tells me not you to just, get a tattoo. What you I just do. experienced love early. You were just we, adventurous. We experienced love at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. So, yeah. Um, no, but um, these were good questions. Um, yeah, I was just about to say that. Of course, you know, you guys get to know us a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. This is the last episode of the month. Next yeah. month is going to be more geared towards um topics about women because women. it is women's history month um and it was one other thing not really relevant to that oh um i'm sorry my brain is like doing what it does after a while of recording and spill you know spilling my guts out to you guys um we will be posting the anonymous link um for more questions and comments uh, will feature some of those um, through, you know, throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but we have a new logo. We have a new cover art. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a part of this uh, Black Girl Social Club. I'm a part of mm-hmm. the Hampton chapter here. And one of the young ladies actually um created that logo for us um so i will leave her information and tag her um Mm -hmm. on the instagram page and so we are definitely grateful for that Mm -hmm. um it was time i mean the other one was cute it was just what we you know could come up with on the fly um Mm -hmm. this one is better and i'm sure you know by the next season because we'll try to change it every season it'll get better and better yeah. So um thank you again to the young lady that helped us out with that. Yeah. Um and if if you had anything else you needed to add, um here. No, I'm all set. All right. Well, as always, it is always a pleasure to spend time with our listeners and yeah. you, Nia. Um, one last I'm sorry to my mom. Yeah. I was a terrible teenager. <laughs> <laughs> but until okay. next time yeah love you guys See you. bye Mwah.